0: What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lindsay, what do you got?
1: All right. What I have is a new star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame was unveiled today honoring four-time Grammy Award-winning rapper, singer, songwriter, and record producer, Missy Elliott. Awesome. Sierra Lizzo and Missy Elliott's manager joined her in speaking at the ceremony. Elliott's star was placed outside the new location of Amoeba Music – on Hollywood Boulevard. So, congrats to Missy Elliott for getting a star on the Walk of Fame. Nice.
0: Uh, Listen, Missy Elliott is incredible. Like, there's really no other way around it. Like, I think she's one of the greatest, uh, if not greatest, uh, female hip-hop artist ever. Um, I mean, just, her her rhymes are insane. Um, The production stuff she does is ridiculous. Uh, I'm actually surprised that um, she didn't have one already. But, but it's cool to know that she she's got one now. So
1: totally deserves to it. it. She's yeah. she's awesome. For Big sure. fan of hers.
0: Yeah, Cap. You got nothing on? Uh,
1: well, on I, old Missy.
0: Know,
2: the, the, the song that Brionis was playing. Like when I think of Missy Elliott, that's like the first thing that comes to mind. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> you know, that's oh my like, God! That's how I hear it. like, nothing <laughs> like that. Song. Is that how you guys hear it? You guys didn't hear it the way I hear it? Like if I, if I said to you guys, "Hey, you guys know this song? I can't think of the words and I can't think of the name, but it goes like this: ding, digga, digga, dum, but digga, digga, dum, ping, digga, dinga, dum, digga, Don't You guys wouldn't know that that was Australia? No zero chance.
0: I would have been looking at you like what? Like I would have been like, I, I don't even understand what language you're talking like right now. <laughs>
2: If I threw bad. in that like this, bad. dink, ding, dink, 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 holla. If I did that, maybe you know, if Benzo? you threw the holla yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, but know. no,
0: okay. but you know, I might there have thought you, know. you were talking about bread because you said the other day you love holla bread. So.
2: I do love a nice piece of holla bread. You're right, George.
0: So, you know, I thought maybe I would, I, I would have perhaps been confused for a moment and I would have asked you bread and you were like, no, like the song. And I would have been like, oh, okay. Then I would have figured it out. Yes. But that, that's the way. But not guys, whatever it was you were trying to do earlier.
2: This 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 is not a familiar song to you. You're not like getting what I'm what I'm selling by bing ticket doom. No. No, no. no.
0: Brionis, what do you think? That doesn't sound anything like this. I song. think you there
3: just be. heard it while I was playing it and thought
2: about saying that and that's how it came about. Really? <laughs> <laughs> if you would have said to me, give me one Missy Elliott song, that's like the only one I would have been able to give you. Bing tick a ticket doom. Bingka tick a Like yeah, that's all I got.
4: Yeah, okay.
1: Well, congrats, <laughs>
2: Missy Elliott. Okay. Way to yes. go.
0: Congrats, Missy, Missy
3: Elliott. See you in on one.
2: Uh,
0: all right, before I get to uh, Frank Vogel here, uh, and by the way, that is what you need to know, brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. People are clamoring for Frank Vogel's job now, which I feel like, what? like that Now that is an overreaction now. Let's slow down, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, let me ask you this question, because I saw Peter King brought this up today. Peter King, obviously longtime NFL writer, scribe, Um, he was saying, like, he wasn't alluding to this, but I guess plenty of people in NFL circles, like GMs, other GMs of other teams are asking, Hey, is Vegas a problem? Um, just the city, right? Like these young guys in a city, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's a desert. Yes. I know there's people that live there. Yes. I know that there are things to do. Maybe if you have a family or whatnot, but if you're a young single guy, uh, there's not a ton to do there. Uh, other than the crazy stuff you could eventually get yourself into in, um, the strip right or 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 in that general area and again I'm not this is not me condoning the behavior or or even coming up with excuses for the behavior of uh some of the Raiders players here recently but it's just an overarching question do you believe you were just there Kaplan like Lindsay you were just there um do you believe that that is something the NFL should have considered because Vegas young people uh it's not for the faint of heart by any stretch of the imagination
2: not really, George. I'm not buying that. You know, I, I mean, I guess if you if you could give me, like, if Peter King wanted to try and make this incredibly persuasive argument, I, I, I'll i listen, but I'm not buying it. And here's why. Uh, look, you're a young guy. You're 21 years old. All of a sudden, you get your bank account filled up with $5 million, and it's the first time you've ever had money like that, and you're in New York City, you can get yourself into plenty of trouble. Same goes for Miami. Uh, same goes for LA. For You know, I mean, you can get yourself into trouble in any major market, especially when there's a lot more going on. Look, this isn't Green Bay. This isn't Jacksonville. Yes, there are potentially more distractions. But what is going on with the Raiders right now, from the rug situation last week to their first-round draft choice from 2020 and a gun and threats and them firing that kid today, this isn't a Vegas problem. You know what this is? This is a Mike Mayock problem. This is the general manager of the team either not doing his homework on who his players are or the organization not doing enough to support guys who come from backgrounds where they could find themselves more likely to get themselves into stuff. I just don't believe that this is a Las Vegas problem. I believe that this is a scouting problem that the Raiders have, and they're drafting guys. Think about that, George. Your 2020 first-round draft choice and your 2021 first-round draft choice, neither of those two players are on your team anymore because of off-the-field trouble, is that Las Vegas, the city's fault, or is that Mike Mayock, the general manager, making these picks? Is that his fault?
0: Uh, it might be his fault. I I, if I, if I would tend to lean to agree more with you um, because, yeah, I do think you can get into trouble more. But I had this conversation today with a, with one of our colleagues here at ESPN, who's just he's a, he's a producer on, uh, on one of the TV shows. And he's like, look, man, I got family who live in Vegas, and I've been there. And after a day or two, I am bored off my ass, right? So... Unlike, he says, like, if, you know, you mentioned Miami or L.A. or whatever. Like, he's like, in those cities, you can get away. Where are you getting away in Vegas? Like, y- the desert? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can go to Reno? I mean, that's, like, just way worse um, and, because it's not even like a, you know, it's a smaller town. Like, I guess you can go to Tahoe. Um, but there's nowhere you can escape to to just chill out, not, you know. And, and, and I think that that's something I never thought of. Because unlike those other cities, New York or L.A. or Miami that you mentioned, Vegas is fairly isolated, you know, outside of just the city of Las Vegas itself.
2: Yeah, look, I've got some friends that live up there, and I've visited other parts of Vegas that's nowhere near the Strip. And I'm like, you know what? I've never been out here before. Every time I come to Las Vegas, I stay in a hotel on the Strip, and I'm there because that's what I came for. But when you go outside the city of Las Vegas, you find out, It's kind of like every other city. There are suburbs. There are people, you know, living close to their next door neighbors. There are grocery stores and convenience stores and gas stations and restaurants. It's just like every other city in the country. It just so happens that if you go down to the strip, that's where you can find some trouble. Again, to me, if you've got a kid that you draft in the first round in 2020 and another that you draft in the first round in 2021, and both guys get themselves into the kind of trouble that the team doesn't want to be associated with them anymore, you've wasted two years and two first-round draft choices. To me, that is on the general manager's decision-making. That's why Mike Mayock, he was entertaining as an NFL network analyst on the draft. It hasn't exactly converted into him walking into an NFL front office and producing a quality team. I mean, Derek Carr is the star of their team. He long preceded Mike Mayock and John Gruden. I actually love the signing, by the way, of Deshaun Jackson. I think Deshaun Jackson fits really nicely with the Raiders, who have a, a big yeah, need at sense. that position.
0: Yeah, it, it does make some – that makes a ton of sense. But
2: I, I'm curious. I
0: mean, Linz, you were just there. What do you think?
1: Um, I mean, I think it's definitely a pretty big distraction just with everything going on. But then again, I don't know, like you said, there, there, I think there's a lot of, like, day trips you could take the away, right? Or even going to L.A. I feel like. Right, you
0: know, but can I mean, you do that when you're playing football?
1: I, I don't know. Is it any more of a, like a distraction or whatever when than when you're
0: in LA? Yeah, but again, in LA, you can just jump in a car and get somewhere else, right? Like, it's it, it, that's not the case in Nevada. You know what I mean? Like, you got to go a long ways to get away.
2: I mean, but like, just think about this: if you play for the Miami Dolphins, do you? And by the way, it? again, I'm not condoning the behavior. I'm just talking about like just
0: from a mental health standpoint. If you aren't someone who can uh, handle alcohol and gambling, that's probably a terrible city to be in.
2: Yeah, but but that but listen, if you play for the Dolphins, the likelihood of you living on South Beach, where all the partying is, none, none of those guys live down there. You know, that's where they go to party. Um, nobody who plays for the Raiders is likely living in a condo on the Strip. Uh I, I would. Mm, I, I yeah, mean, I'm not telling I, you. I know this is a fact. I'm just telling you that. Yeah, I, I don't. You know, I
0: don't know about that. I got to be honest with you. Um, the Rams.
2: I, the Rams don't have their facilities. You know, in downtown L.A., their facilities are in Right, but in Vegas Hollywood. is way
0: smaller than that, is my point.
2: I understand. What I'm saying to you is, is that the suburbs of Las Vegas, in my experience... Are
0: 15 minutes from the Strip.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, you live out here, you go to entertain down there. You know, how many people do you know that live in Vegas that are like, I never go to the Strip? No,
0: never. I know plenty of them, but they're all old people like me. I'm not talking about 20-something-year-olds.
2: Look, I'm not saying that it's not um a dangerous situation to take a bunch of young guys with newfound money and put them in a city like like las vegas but i don't see why it's any different from miami la chicago new york i just don't see why it's any big difference because there's gambling
0: uh yeah yeah i think and, and 24 hours of gambling and drinking like all these other cities even miami shuts down at some point
2: yeah, I, again, George, I, I understand that Peter King is bringing up a question, which is, you know, was Vegas. I, I just the right think market? you're
0: summarily dismissing something that I think may not be a huge
2: problem for everyone, but can be a problem. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying this. I would put more of the responsibility for the player's behavior on one, the player him or himself, and two, I'd put it on the general manager who made the decision because you got to vet these guys. When you vet a kid, you're like, can he survive in this town? What's he like? Yeah, I, I do Where's think you come? have to think
0: about that. I'm not, I'm not disputing that. But um, speaking of surviving, there are people that want to jettison Frank Vogel. I, I don't understand this. Um, Frank Vogel did not put this roster together. Right. Um, Frank Vogel is not the guy playing. And we can make the argument that, yes, there are things he could be doing differently. Sure, I'm sure he would admit that. Um, I still think there are things he's trying to figure out, which is what generally the first 20 games, as we discussed, are for uh, most years. Uh, he has also been dealt a really weird deck of cards, um, and I mean that as far as players and also the LeBron injury, right? So, I, I just I don't want to hear that right now. Like, yes, we could talk about the Lakers' issues, but... I just feel like Frank Vogel is so way down the list of problems that this team has right now that it's just incredible to me that that's where we go immediately. That's how lazy we've become.
2: Well, I mean, look, if you want to start pointing fingers right now about why the Lakers are where they are, let's just point fingers. Here goes. First finger is to LeBron. And why? Because LeBron's 37, and, and we all think of him as being superhuman, and we all seem to forget how frequently he has been injured. While wearing a Laker uniform, is that fair?
0: Uh, sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know if he's. I mean, wh- what was the phrase you used that that he was? He's been what? He, he's been hurt a lot. Uh, and yeah.
1: Frequently, yeah. he said
2: frequently.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I him. don't know about frequently, but he has missed more time than ever before. Yes. Well,
2: what is this is his fourth season with the Lakers, right? Right, right. In season one, he missed a ton of time. They didn't make the playoffs. Yeah.
0: Season two, they didn't. He didn't miss time.
2: Right. And they and was season two the bubble. And then last year he was hurt a bunch, especially, you know, in the, towards the latter right. part. of He the has season. been hurt two out of the
0: three years. And now to start this one, he's been hurt some, too. Yes.
2: And not only is he hurt right now, but he's got this this abdominal injury that if you recall, the story was he doesn't even know how he got hurt. He, he can't remember something happening in the game where he went, ooh that hurt really bad. Right. I'm now it, injured. whatever
0: it was happened, creeped up later on him.
2: Yes. Right. So here's the thing. LeBron James is a human being. LeBron James puts on his pants the same way we all do. He he eats the same way we all do. He may have better food or something. How do salad. you know?
0: Do you put your pants on uh, I mean how does it, you know maybe you go left first and he goes right first.
2: Well, I mean, I'm capable of trying either way. So if you okay. told me LeBron goes left, I'll go left. Okay. All I'm saying is he's a real human. He is not indestructible. And what we're finding out now is that the latter part of his career, he's injured a lot. And so when we look at LeBron, we say, okay, well, there's the reason that the Lakers are five and five and they lose to Oklahoma City twice because LeBron's not playing, period. Right. Now, the, the rest of the roster, we can sit here and have this discussion all day long, which I know we will. But is this Frank Vogel's fault? No, no, no. I mean, Again, let
0: me, let are there things questions. Frank Vogel be doing differently? I told you when he was playing Rondo and Westbrook together, I was like, "You can't do that anymore. Let's let, definitely don't ever let that happen again because that that can't happen." Um, and and there are things, you know, with his defensive scheme, will he have to make certain adjustments because maybe they don't have the the right guys, you know, uh, on the roster, right, uh, you know, whatever, um, the right horses on the roster, whatever. Um, maybe, but I, I think that that to me is the bigger problem: is the well,
2: roster. Well, let me ask you this. Because last week DeMarco asked this to me, and I'll ask it to you. DeMarco said, well, without LeBron James in the lineup, what did you expect from the Lakers against Oklahoma City? And my answer was, DeMarco, I expected them to have enough on their roster minus LeBron to beat Oklahoma City, particularly when you're up by 26 or by 19 when you're at home. So I'll throw the same question to you. Without LeBron James, what would your expectation be for the Lakers very specifically against Oklahoma City. They should have two wins. Okay. Yeah. So, so so I'm not saying, hey, they can't win without LeBron. I'm saying I fully expect them to be able with, – with Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony yes. and Dwight Howard, I fully expect that these guys should be able to beat Oklahoma City because they all told us before the season, we don't want to hear about our age. You know, old guys in the NBA win. They have more experience. Well, these young guys came out and were like, we have no fear whatsoever of you guys. Even when you're up huge, we can still come back and beat you guys because there ain't no LeBron. I want to tackle
0: this a little further because, to your point, those were the get-right games. Because now the thing really gets tightened up. We'll get into that. Uh, Plus... Uh, I want to see what you have to say about the Chargers this week, because I feel like it's like a weekly thing. We just come to you and be like, hmm, what would you <laughs> think there, Cap, uh, about the Chargers? So we'll do that. Uh, get back into the Rams a little bit. Is the honeymoon over for Matthew Stafford already? All that coming up. Radio Tinder at 530. Your chance to win a million dollars at 545. you got to be tuning in for show trivia to get your chance to win a million dollars, okay? And Rams tickets. That's coming up. Stick around. We're back in a couple minutes. Yeah.
3: Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: <laughs> I, just, I love Twitter once in a while. I mostly hate it, but I love it once in a while. I found a tweet. I don't know. It's, I'm going to f- make sure I give the guy's um, Twitter handle. And it's not tweeted at me. It just happened to be on my timeline and got retweeted or whatever. Uh, it's from a guy named at J underscore... FN FN Harris. Uh and he says no grown man should be putting lotion on in the winter. That's suspect to be honest. And the replies are just tremendous. Um there's a woman who responded who said, "Ah yes, the ashy crusty crackiness that is masculinity. Ladies just love when your hand doubles as an exfoliator as you rub their back." <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: who wrote um, that original tweet, a moron? What are you talking about?
0: Yeah, dude, I I look, I mean I grew up originally in an area where um you know there's so much humidity that you don't need to use lotion very often you know what I mean but um once I left that cocoon (laughs) uh the rest of the country now some east coast is humid in general too but in the winter it gets pretty bad and if you you got to wash your hands a lot in the winter I think especially because you know people get sick and whatnot so and, and, and since COVID, I've washed my hands way more than ever before, even though I did a good job previously. But, yeah, I mean, we got lotion in every room of this house, basically.
2: I hate that feeling of dryness. Like I'm telling you, I'm just coming back from two nights or three nights, whatever it was, two nights in Vegas. You know that, like, Lindsay, do you have this, like, where your nose is all crusty and gross and you can't you can't breathe, especially when you're sleeping? You get that when you go to the desert?
1: Yeah, I, I used to get it really bad when I went to Arizona too. So yeah, I know what you're talking about. Feels yeah, like I you know. got like rocks in your nose.
0: You in your nose? You have things with your nose. <laughs> you love referencing all the grossness out of your in your nose.
2: Do you know that on Wednesday, when you and I are doing a remote broadcast in Downey, mm-hmm. at Bastards Canteen? Yeah. Um, when when we're there, Bergman tells me that they're bringing a barber on site to do racing stripes into their eyebrows from the yeah. Mason and Ireland show. Yeah. And Bergman asked me, would you be willing to or open to getting your nostrils waxed while there? And I said, yeah, of course. Love to get my nostrils waxed. What a feeling. Especially coming off a couple of days in Vegas where my the inside of my nose is all crusty and dry and gross. Yeah, wax me. Mm. Nostrally speaking.
0: You and your nose, bro. I don't know what the hell is going
2: on there. I bro. know. I got a lot of things going on with my nose
0: uh so anyway uh
2: <laughs> where were we you were you were talking about frank vogel i think oh
0: yeah i just think this is ridiculous like we're gonna fire frank vogel like what are we talking about here why is it his this form? i mean this roster is is kind of a mishmash right now you know like it's not it's not a great roster right now and they're hurt lebron is hurt uh, none is hurt although he's not helping you defensively and taylor and tucker's hurt like I, I just think, here's what I would say if if I were Rob Polinka, and I'm sure it's not Rob Palinka; he's way better looking than me and clearly smarter than me. However, um, if I were Rob Palinka, and if I could offer any piece of advice to Rob, um, I would say this: is utilize the next 20 plus games from here on out um, to see who's a keeper on this roster and who's not, because I think you're going to have to make changes. And look, you, I think this is why I, I think Palinka is a good gm you know why because he's not married to anything like other than lebron and ad you know what i mean um he's not married to anything else so he's made decisions right and you got to swing like i'm not i have no problem with you swinging at pitches like zero okay and he swung at a pitch and you know he's fouling him off like i don't know if he's connecting and getting hits here with this particular roster i personally don't believe that that will be the case with this 15 guys that they have I think they're going to have to make some moves. But I think if there's anyone willing to be flexible enough to do it, it's going to be him.
2: All right, let me ask you this. You have to look in the mirror. You're Rob Palenka. You really got to look in the mirror. And when you look in the mirror, you say, gosh, I look a lot like Rob Lowe. I'm a good-looking guy. But once you get past that, and you're, you're getting really raw about this roster, is Russell Westbrook untradeable in your mind?
0: No, he's not untradeable.
2: Okay, so let me now. I just don't know
0: I look, it would take a specific type of team that would want him because not this offseason, but the following, he is an expiring contract. A large one at that.
2: Okay. Make a prediction though. Is Russell Westbrook on the Lakers at the end of the year?
0: Now, if you would have asked me this question ten days ago, I would have told you zero chance he's not on the roster. I I wouldn't give it a zero chance now. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say zero
2: chance. Saw a poll on LakersNation.com. The question was, will Russell Westbrook be on the Lakers at the end of the season? 41% say yes, Russ is now a Laker, period. And 59% say no, Russ is not a fit and will be traded. So let's just stop for a second here and time out. LakersNation.com is a place where Laker fans go to get info about their team. They voted 59% of people voting think that Russ is not a fit and will be traded. I'm with you at the beginning of the season. I just thought his name and his career and his reputation was such that he's here now. He's a Laker, but watching the way Russell Westbrook fits or doesn't fit watching the way he plays, which honestly, I got to say I'm watching him more now because he's with the Lakers than I ever did before. Cause Wherever he was prior, it was more about the box score and the highlights than it was about the actual game that he was playing in. And now that I'm watching, he's just a sloppy player. You know, he turns the ball over a four, a ton. His passing is not that impressive. Um, his handle on the ball doesn't seem that impressive. He's not a great shooter, not a great defender. He's a stat machine. Now the question is, does a stat machine become a winner?
0: And I mean, look, there was a time where he was a tornado. You know what I'm saying? Like he was just so athletic, freakishly athletic. Arguably, one of the more athletic people I've ever seen play sports—not just basketball, sports. Um, and I think as you've gotten older, not to say that he's not athletic anymore, but he's not as athletic. And when you don't have those other attributes you mentioned, as you, as you—and you're right—he's never been a good shooter. Um, he's a streaky shooter at best. Uh, I, 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 you know, that's that's why people said that contract wasn't going to age great. Now, look, I will say this. He has started slow at a lot of places in the past and then has found his way. That happened in Houston in his recent stop. It also happened in Washington. So I'm not summarily dismissing him yet, but he needs to turn it up sooner rather than later. Or if not, like I said, 10 days ago, I would have said 0% chance that he gets moved. You know, I I don't know what percentage I would give it. I'd still give it very low, like single digits. But it, would, it will climb if he continues to perform this poorly, and that would be a shame because yeah. I think that, In theory, it should work.
2: Yeah, listen, I don't mean to be putting this all on Russell Westbrook. It's not all about him. I'm just telling you through 10 games, what I know I was most worried about when they first got him was, will he fit with this roster? Mm -hmm. And thus far, his game slash skill set slash attitude, in my opinion, doesn't really fit with the Lakers. But I won't stop there, George. I'm super disappointed in AD. I really am. Um, maybe it'll, it'll turn around at some point. But to me, when you lose LeBron and you're Anthony Davis, and all everybody does is tell you how great you are. Oh, he's a top five player. He's a top 10 talent. How could he be ranked this low in the player rankings? He's so he's a cheat code. I've heard that phrase from somebody who I think is a pretty smart basketball net man. Look, I'm, I'm just disappointed because Anthony Davis is an amazing physical talent. But the question becomes, is he a leader of a championship-caliber team? Well, now, he's he-
0: not that right now. I think that that, that seems fairly obvious. But, yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, can he turn into that? I don't know. I, I don't have the answer to that. But today, yes, the answer to that is no, uh, I would say. Uh, yeah. Hey, listen, we've got Radio Tinder coming up here in a second. But I want to tell you, 545, your chance to win a million dollars. Make sure you're listening closely. Again, every day got to listen. Because we're going to try to give you a million dollars. You better be listening every damn day because we're going to do show trivia from something that's happened on the show. It's that simple. Uh, Today, if you are the winner of our show trivia question, we'll give you two tickets to Rams, Jaguars on December 5th, plus your shot at a million dollars. How do you get the million dollars? Well, if you win the tickets, then we will ask you a prediction for the Super Bowl, the two teams, and the score for both teams. If you nail that in February, we're handing you over a check for a million dollars. It's really that simple. But you got to listen every day. And you gotta definitely listen on Mondays because it's Million Dollar Mondays, and at 5:45 is when we actually pick the person. So we have that. So stick around for that. And also, is your vehicle due for service? Head to your neighborhood it's an oil change. Home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change for over 30 years. Valvolines provide quick and convenient automotive services for your car. For busy people like you. No dragging the kids to the dirty waiting room. At Valvoline, you stay in your car nice and safe. The experts make sure your rides and peak performance. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, or more. Pull up, drive in, and drive out in about 15 minutes. Visit the website, SoCalOilChange.com for locations and game-winning coupons. Radio Tinder's up next. 545, the million-dollar Monday chance to try to win a million dollars. So stick around. Coming up all in a few moments here on 710
3: ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in.
2: Download ESPN bet today. What a play.
3: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: All right, Linz, what do you
1: got in Radio
0: Tinder today?
1: All right, so A.J. Brown admitted that he didn't have his best game for the Titans on Sunday when they faced the Rams. Brown saw a lot of coverage by Rams defensive back Jalen Ramsey, one of the league's best cornerbacks, as we all know. But Brown was also clearly irritated by some of the the away-from-the-play activity by Ramsey, who's known to play with some emotion. Some of the activity led to penalties, with the two players being flagged for taunting each other late in the first half. Ramsey was charged with two personal foul penalties, including one after the first quarter interception when he knocked Brown over on the Titans' sideline. Well, after the game, Brown said... I don't mind the chirping, but little things after the play, the dirty stuff, I'm not going for it. I'm a man first. I'm here to play football. I'm not trying to fight nobody. Do you guys agree with Brown that Ramsey was playing dirty on Sunday? Swipe left or swipe right, Cap?
2: I'll swipe left. I'm not really sure that it was dirty. It's just a lot of talking. You know, a lot of uh, you know, extracurricular activity. I don't know if I'd call it dirty. To me, dirty is when you're trying to hurt somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that Ramsey is just trying to get into somebody's head, and it didn't exactly work. And just by the way, since we're talking about penalties, you know, the Rams were one of the least penalized teams in the entire NFL. They had 12 penalties for over 100 yards. So when we start to try and figure out what happened, we can all blame Matthew Stafford, and that's fine. He didn't play a very good game. We can all complain to ourselves about the officiating and that ridiculous call on Aaron Donald, that pass interference call, but let's also look at the stat sheet and look at the number of penalties and how undisciplined the Rams played as one of the major contributors to why they lost that game.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I look. I agree basically with everything you said. I don't. There's not a ton for me to add. Um, I, I I too draw the line at dirty being something that tries to hurt someone. And I, I don't get that at all. I, I just think Jalen Ramsey is super physical, and I think he loves to talk sh- stuff, is what I would say.
2: Stuff is right.
1: Stuff. Yeah. Stuff, for yeah. sure. Yeah, who doesn't like talking a little stuff? That's like what football's all about, right? Yeah. So, just, what, I, what fun is it without it? All right, so Tesla shares fell sharply today after CEO Elon Musk surprised his Twitter followers with a strange proposal. He offered yeah. to sell 10% of his stock and put the decision up for a poll. That would amount to about $20 billion worth of stock. Uh, the tweet came after a US Senator's proposal to tax investments every year for the country's billionaires. More than three and a half million Twitter users participated in the unscientific survey of Musk's and 58 percent voted in favor of him selling those shares. Do you think that Elon Musk will actually sell 10% of his shares because of the Twitter poll? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano?
0: Swipe left. He's a- like, he's the smartest, dopey guy I've ever come across in my entire life. Like, seriously. Um, he's a troll. Um, this is all that this is, okay? And by the way, um, just my personal opinion do you know how many billionaires there are in this country? A few? Just Two? take a guess. Just give me like a round number.
2: Uh, I'll, say, I'll say a thousand.
0: You're close, like 700, okay? Oh, man. And, that was way and, off. and so that's what this affects. Like, and and by the way, no offense, Elon, I know you've been bitching about having to pay taxes all of a sudden. Uh, The rest of us have been paying taxes all our life, okay? And you at one point did too, uh, but not since you became the richest man in the world. Um, And that's ridiculous, okay? So for all of us who continue to pay our taxes, um, you know, we just would like for everyone to pay their fair share. That's just my opinion. So there's that. And this is another reason why I don't invest in Tesla, as crazy as it sounds. Uh, Because he's a crazy person and he can manipulate the damn stock price with just
2: a ridiculous tweet. Yeah, which is why, by the way, I'll swipe right on this one. I actually think Elon Musk is crazy enough. Some people would use the word eccentric rather than crazy, but I just think he's crazy enough to actually do what he's asking his followers, what he should do. He, he did
1: double down and say, I fully plan to abide with the poll, whatever the outcome is.
2: Well, listen, it doesn't really matter if he takes 10% of his, of his Tesla holdings and he sells them. Um, he is so, so wealthy and he just, you got to remember, that stock price for Tesla about two and a half to three weeks ago was probably about $700 a share. Today, it's over $1,100 a share. And when it went down, I think the number was like $60 today. It, it didn't even put a dent into it. Because it was like 2%. Uh, What has happened with the the stock of Tesla is insanity. And George, you're right. He has been known for a very long time to be someone who helps manipulate the stock price by talking about it publicly, which, by the way, is why Elon Musk was removed as chairman of the board because he was accused of and sued for and found responsible for manipulating the stock price. As an officer of a company, you can't do that.
0: Yeah, he's Does. a crazy person. All right, that's it. I mean, you can call him whatever you want, eccentric or whatever. I think he's a crazy person. Uh, and a troll to boot. Uh, all right, all what's
1: right. next? All right, so we talked about this last week. I brought up the idea of the Manning cast curse. You know, Peyton Manning and yeah. Eli have their broadcast. And the six active players that appeared on the Monday Night Football uh, alternative broadcast on ESPN2 with Peyton and Eli. Uh, Travis Kelsey, Russell Wilson, Rob Gronkowski, Matthew Stafford, Tom Brady, and now... Josh Allen, have all lost the following week. Again, the latest example, Josh Allen, quarterback of the Bills. They were favored to beat the Jaguars by over two touchdowns on Sunday, but they lost outright, and they didn't even reach the end zone. There has yet to be an active player on the Manning cast whose team won their next game. So again, I know you guys, I asked you about this last week, and you were both a little bit skeptical about it, but now, after once again, especially considering like the bizarre way that this game went with the Bills, do you believe that the Manning cast curse is real. Swipe left or swipe right, Cap.
2: I'm going to swipe right. I'm going to say that the Manning cast curse is real. Um, There's just no denying it. You you, you documented the list of players who've been on the Manning cast and who all of a sudden lost the following week. And I, I would say this. We probably could have called it coincidence until the Buffalo Bills lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars by a score of 9 to 6, the high-powered Buffalo Bills who many people thought were the number 1 team in the AFC, possibly one of the best teams in the NFL. By the way, that just gets us to our million dollar giveaway. How's anybody going to get this right? How is anybody going to pick the two? In fact, today, whoever our winner is, pick just go crazy today. Don't pick the Rams and the Bills, don't pick the the Chiefs and the Bucks. Go completely crazy today cuz in the NFL Who knows who's good? Denver crushes Dallas? Where'd that come from? Cleveland completely annihilates Cincinnati. Uh, Looking at Buffalo, just, I mean, can't even score a touchdown against Jacksonville. George, I don't know who's good in the NFL and who's bad in the NFL, and we're through nine weeks.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's a great team. How about that? That's what I would say. Um, So I would agree with you, Um, but I I don't think there's a great team. I think Arizona's probably the closest thing to that, Um, but they're not. And I just think there's a lot of really good teams. And and I think that's what makes it even more crazy. Because at least in years past, for as unpredictable as the NFL is, there's always like a handful of really great teams. And I, I don't think we have that at all this year. Uh, by, by the, the way. way we, go ahead.
1: The, you, I was, was going to say, speaking of weir- weirdness in this past weekend in the NFL, uh, how many people knew before this weekend that Colt McCoy was still on an active NFL roster?
0: I mean, I only great knew because I have Kyler Murray as my fantasy quarterback.
2: Yeah, oh, okay. but, but great question. Like, who would have known? Because I, I literally had, no had to, to to look it up yesterday and go, so who's the backup quarterback for Arizona yep. that's taking apart the San Francisco 49ers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that
1: was crazy.
0: Uh, all right, that'll do it for Radio Tinder. Coming up next, we're going to give you a chance to win a million dollars. All right, 710 is the only station giving you a chance to win a million dollars, not a national contest. If you've been listening to the show closely each and every day, We've been telling you that Monday at 5.45, we're going to ask a show-related trivia question. If you're the first person to answer it correctly, you'll win first Rams tickets. Tickets to Rams-Jaguars on December 5th at SoFi. And then your chance at a million dollars. And the way you do that is very simple. We will ask you then a question. Give me your prediction for the Super Bowl, the two teams, and the score those two teams will have. And if you nail that on the nose in February, we're giving you a check for a million dollars. That's how it works. It's very simple. And that's happening in just a moment. So I'm going to ask the question uh on the other side but you got to line up now because people try to rush to the phones so do it now because we're gonna ask the question immediately on the other side at eight seven 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 ten espn 877 you want your chance at rams tickets and more importantly a million dollars 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. 710
4: right, we're back in three minutes. Yep. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy, get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com.
0: Sir, all right, it's time. 710 ESPN, the only station giving you a chance to win $1 million. not some national contest like all these other stations who are owned by, like, these crazy conglomerates that own like 6,000 radio stations, and they're all telling you, you can win a million dollars, but except you're competing with 6,000 other stations. Ours is one station, okay? Just this one, ESPN in Los Angeles, okay? 710 ESPN. So make sure you're listening closely each and every day, okay? Because on Mondays at 545, right now, we're going to ask you a trivia question related to the show, and the first person that answers correctly will win. Uh, first we'll win Rams tickets and these tickets are two tickets to Rams Jaguars on December 5th at SoFi and you get your shot at a million dollars and the way you win your chi- or you get your shot at a million dollars is we will ask you okay if you get the trivia question correctly then we will ask you hey give us a prediction for the Super Bowl give us the two, te- the two teams and the two scores by those teams um, and if you nail that in February. We're gonna stroke you a check for a million dollars, but you gotta listen every day because the trivia could come from any show on any given day that we have. Um, so you gotta listen closely each and every day, and then Mondays at five forty-five is your chance to win. It's how it's gonna work. All right. So the question today: Which artist's song? Now, are we doing the song or the art? Oh, the the artist. I'm sorry. Which artist's song? Who just got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Did Cap try to imitate earlier in the show? Now, you can give us the artist. You don't have to give us the song. But which artist's song did we play earlier who got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame that Cap tried to imitate uh, earlier in the show? Let's go to the phones. Let's try uh, Debbie in Chino Hills. Debbie, how are you?
1: Hey, I'm good. How are you guys?
0: Good. What's up, Debbie? Deb?
1: Doing great. Unfortunately, I don't know the answer, but I'm just going to guess Drake.
0: No, it's not Drake, but thank you, Debbie, for the call and for listening. Uh, So we have one strike right now, Uh, 877-710-ESPN. Hector is in Irvine. Which artist uh, song did we play earlier? This person also just got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame recently. Did Cap try to imitate earlier in the show?
2: Is it Brandy?
0: It is not Brandy, Hector. No, thank you. Nice
2: effort. Nice I effort. I appreciate Hector. the call. Yeah.
0: Uh, Amy's no longer there. You said. All right. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Let's go to Mocha, in Culver City. I believe Mocha. Did I get your name right?
3: You nailed it. Savannah. All
0: right. Thank you, buddy. So, which artist did Cap try to impersonate or imitate their song? I guess. Uh, not impersonate. Um, earlier in the show, that person got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame recently.
3: I'll do a hell
0: never with Drake. I wasn't listening earlier. Okay, nope,
1: nope.
0: Yeah, it's not Drake, but thank you, Mocha. I appreciate man, this guess. is harder
1: than I thought. I That's thought it was pretty guess, easy. I way. thought
0: this was pretty easy because it was actually recently. Like, yeah. we just did it, like, not that long ago.
2: Terrible guess, though, Mocha, because, I mean, somebody too called Somebody me just said Drake, Drake as well. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't paying attention. Come on, yeah. man. Wake up.
0: Yeah. All right, Sal is in orange. Sal, are you there? I'm here. All right, Hi, Sally. Who, who is the artist, okay, that we played one of their songs and Cap... <laughs> tried to imitate the song earlier today that person also just recently got a star on the hollywood walk of
1: fame uh,
2: morrissey
0: <laughs> morrissey no that is not correct although i would have liked thank you sal i would have liked for cap to try to Im- uh, imitate morrissey i think that would have been you, funny you know, too you know uh, just equally this? as funny as the person we're trying to find i think that George, would have been almost as funny
2: you wonder yes. what the problem with this question is what the problem with this question is you need me to to redo the imitation. No, nope, no,
0: nope, no, nope, no, nope, not yet. I feel like that'll make it too easy. It's that'll so make it obvious. way too easy, I mean, even right. as awful as
2: your Im- Im- imitation. No, because once I do it, everybody listening will be like, "Oh, I know who that is." No, no, it's not. Because it was so not. spot on. Yeah, no, that everybody not. be like, "Oh, now I got it."
0: No, no, it's not. All right, eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Alan, um, in uh, Winnetka. Hello, Alan. Hey, how's it going, guys? Up, How are Alan? you? All right. Which artist? Did we play a song of recently on the show, earlier today, who also got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, by the way, recently? Did Cap try to imitate earlier in the show? Which musical artist? I'm going to say Missy Elliott. That is correct, Alan and Winnetka. Alan, what is your last name? (laughs) Alan, what is your last name? Pudosh. Pudosh? Yes. Okay. Alan, Pudosh, and Winnetka, congratulations. You already win. Rams-Jaguars tickets for December 5th at SoFi. Now this is your chance to register your opportunity for a shot at a million dollars. So for those that are listening, each and every day you got to listen to the show because we're going to do show trivia kind of like we just did right there. All right? So you got to listen every day of the week for for the show trivia so that way you're on top of the show for the show trivia. Here's a cheat code for you. You can also listen to the podcast to Mm -hmm. catch up. And you can listen to it in like two times speed, which Mm -hmm. means the podcast is even faster. Um, there's no commercials in the podcast. You're just getting all the content. So there, you know, if you subscribe to the Sedano and cap podcast on Apple podcasts or iTunes or uh, Google or ESPN app, wherever you can kind of cheat as well too, you know, so give you a little cheat code, but here's your chance. Now you got to give us a prediction for the Super Bowl. This is how you can win the million dollars. If you nail the two teams and the the score of the two teams in February, if you nail it, okay, Alan, we are going to stroke you a check for a million dollars. So Alan, who are the two teams and what are the
1: scores? Oh, this is going to be easy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Rams 24, Bills 17.
0: Okay, Rams, Bills, 24, 17. All right, brother, we're going to put you on hold. Good luck.
2: Thank you. you terrible prediction. Terrible, terrible prediction on the Super Bowl. Horrible. Why? Because you Just because just they lost this week and you don't think those two teams are going to be probably in the Super Bowl? You know what, Because George? of the
1: Manning cast curse.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, George, here's what I would do. If I were if I were lucky enough to call the show and answer the question correctly and you said, okay, I need two teams. Everybody thinks Buffalo or maybe Baltimore or you know they, they, they think of the obvious favorites. Yeah. in the NFC, you know the Rams come to mind obviously the Buccaneers, but the league is so utterly unpredictable. How can the New Orleans Saints beat Tom Brady and 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 Tampa Bay? With a third-string quarterback, just by the way, New Orleans. Right. And then the following week, turn around and lose to the Atlanta Falcons.
0: Yeah, Can no, I get mean? that. I get that. But what I'm saying is, you know, let's face it. The chances are, like, if I if you had to guess, like, if I had to guess a Super Bowl team, you yeah. know, I, I already gave the Rams. Like, okay, if I'm going non-Rams, non-Bills, yeah. um, I would probably still go, like, Arizona and Let me see. How about Arizona. I'll take,
2: and- take Tennessee after what they did yesterday. The and there you go. Tennessee. Okay. Something I mean, crazy like see, that. Now that's a great pick. Yeah. Arizona and Tennessee is a great pick because no one's. Nobody gonna else pick will pick game. it.
0: Yes. Right. right. But you also have to give the score, which makes it also very hard too. <laughs>
2: well, listen, I'm just glad that that gentleman just got the answer because, you know, listen, Missy Elliott earlier today was played. And then I was able to recreate Missy Elliott's song.
3: Yeah. And had really. I just
2: done it for everybody just now. Yeah. It would have obviously been a dead giveaway. Because yeah. anybody who's listening, when I start doing my Missy Elliott, go ahead, every do it. everybody would hear it and go, Clearly, obviously, that's Missy Elliott.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, ahead, here
2: I'll do mine. And then Brionis, if you don't mind, you could play Missy Elliott just to hear how accurate this is. You ready?
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. All right, here it goes. Ding dinka dinka dink. Dika dinka dink ding dinka ba, doom. That is so good. That yeah. is so good. Now, now, now play off. the song,
0: Brionis again. Yeah. Yeah, nothing.
2: nothing. Could, pointing, traudo- yeah. God, you're such a That is r- so dope. good. <laughs> is right. so Wait, good.
1: how's that go again? How's that part go? Goes ha
0: <laughs> Yeah. All right. It's really good. Good lord. Uh all right, real quick. Lakers coming up. This is a big deal now. So the Hornets blew a huge lead yesterday, okay, against um. I think you mentioned the Clippers, Clippers. who are playing much better. Uh, Paul George, Western Conference Player of the Week. And they've won four in a row. The Hornets have dropped four in a row. Hornets are playing the Lakers tonight on a back-to-back. We had LeVar on earlier basically saying if Melo gets 40 40 minutes, they're going to win the game. So, who's winning tonight?
2: Well... Um, I have been riding with the Lakers. I don't know if you heard what happened last week with me and Demarco. Did you hear about the whole? Eyebrow no, I did thing? not.
0: But we only have a couple minutes, and I have a live read, so you have like okay. literally a minute. Okay. So go. Well,
2: here it goes. Here goes. I've been riding with the Lakers. Last week, when the Lakers were playing Oklahoma City, I, I pulled like a Charles Barkley. I guarantee the yeah. Lakers are going to beat Oklahoma City. Yeah. Well, we know what happened. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm really down on the Lakers right now. And I think Charlotte will win tonight. I don't think these young players are remotely intimidated by the Lakers, their history, these players, these names. I, I, I'm I got to see the Lakers start putting some wins together.
0: Uh, I, I'm with you, honestly. I, I you know, and we're not uh, in lock and step a lot on these kind of picks in, in picks. Um, but I'm with you. Like I, on the, on NBA today, today on ESPN, I picked the Hornets to win. That was my bold prediction of the, of the day. Uh, at the end of the show, we do a bold prediction and my bold prediction was that the Hornets are going to win. So I, I hope the Lakers prove me otherwise, but you know, uh, I, I, I don't like what I'm seeing right now. To
2: be Well, honest you asked me. a great question earlier yep. in the show, which was quickly, cause I got to go, yep. which fan base should be more concerned, the Lakers, the Rams, or the Raiders. I took the Rams. You took the Lakers. We'll continue it and pick it up tomorrow. But I. Hate what happened with the Rams yesterday.
0: Yeah. No, no, we can talk more about it tomorrow. But let me tell you first about my friend Sam and Ash at and Sam and Ash Injury and Lot. Can't say enough about these guys. You've been hearing me talking about them. Good Lord. Man, are they good at what they do? And you don't believe me, listen to their clients who've talked to me and I've said and they've said to me this, look, Sedona, the biggest difference between Sam and Ash and all the other attorneys I spoke to is simply them, Sam and Ash, they treated us like human beings, they cared about our individual case. One guy went as far as to tell me when he was dealing with another attorney, it felt like he was calling the call center, like a telemarketer in the background. It was like operators. He felt like a number. At Sam and Ash, you get personal attention. Sam has a couple of decades of experience of experience, excuse me, working with personal injury victims just like you, handling thousands of cases just like yours recovering huge wins for his clients thousands of cases over all those years guys ash a former defense lawyer for a big insurance firm so she knows the tricks of the trade and how all these insurance companies are not like a good neighbor okay salmon ash injury law is available to anyone who's been hurt and wants help their legal advice is free to everybody gratis nothing up front you get access to the best legal advice guidance and representation to get you what you deserve la's very own salmon ash injury law they help they care you win. So call them at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000. Se habla or visit them online at samandashlaw.com. Great job, Cap, Lindsey, and Jorge. Lakers up next with Sliwa and Michael and then John and Michael in the call. See you.